Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Own Your Awesome. I'm your host, Miranda Von Fricken. Today, I want to talk about a strategy for success and what I've implemented in the last few years that has taken me from a miserable nine-to-fiver to a budding entrepreneur and now a very successful, financially confident business owner. Now, notice I didn't say wealthy, rich, <laughs> or financially free, because I want to keep this as real as possible. I am financially confident, which is a place that I hadn't been for years. And the fact that I'm doing it on my own without a company's backing just makes it that much sweeter. So I wanted to share with you how actually one strategy, not the whole process, but just one strategy that I've implemented that has taken me from where I was to where I am. And I think it's going to take me to where I'm going. So allow me to share it with you. We had been taught very early on that in order to be successful, we need to find somebody who's doing the thing we want to do and then emulate what it is they're doing. So if I'm looking to be an uber successful professional speaker, I should go find professional speakers watch what they're doing, and just go do that, and success would be guaranteed. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) At first, I was like, hmm, that kind of makes sense, right? Like, let me go find somebody who's super successful. I'll follow them on LinkedIn or Instagram or Google them, check out their website. What is it that they're doing? They've got a website. I need one. They're posting on social media. Maybe I need to. They get up super early in the morning. Maybe I need to do that as well. They're creating boundaries, saying no, charging for everything. Check, 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 got it. However, that to me felt very inauthentic because for me, it's not just about following a process that made her successful. It's about implementing, creating, and executing a plan that will make me successful, not just now, but in the long term. And so here's a few things that I do and the main strategy that I've implemented in order for me to feel authentically successful and become this financially confident, independent of corporate environment that I have become. It's not to be a carbon copy of who they are. It's becoming exactly who I'm meant to become. And the way I do that is by doing what they're not crazy. I know. Oh my goodness. Like do what they're not. Like that sounds bonkers. (laughs) You're like, okay, I'm going to end this podcast because that's not a strategy. Hear me out. When people are getting up super early, trust me, I've done it. I should probably tell you that I have done what they did and I, I had some success. So if you're already emulating somebody who's super popular, super successful, and you're like, listen, why reinvent the wheel? Let me just do what they're doing and it's working for you, great. But when it stops working for you, here's the thing I want you to do. Maybe don't force yourself to post every single day on social media. Instead, post when the spirit moves you. And often the spirit moves me. (laughs) So luckily for me, I do post more than most, but I don't post on a schedule. I don't go to social media with a, a huge strategic plan in order to increase my visibility and get leads. I go when it feels right. I go when it feels called or I have a message to really put out that I feel really good about. 
And I found that it's more about the quality than the quantity when it comes to receiving back all it is that I'm trying to call in. So I could post every single day and and really mess with the algorithm and get it to think that I'm awesome and everybody wants to be you know in my community and be a part of what I'm doing. But that doesn't mean those people are my ideal clients or they're going to buy from me. That just means I've got some cool stuff to say, people like it, and then they move on. I've learned very recently that, especially with the LinkedIn changes, the algorithm going crazy, <laughs> I've realized that less can be more. Less followers, less comments, less engagement, sounds crazy, I know, may actually lead to more results in my bank account, in my mental health, and how I feel about how I'm moving my business forward. So when it comes to social media, maybe post when the spirit moves you versus when they are. Now let's talk about getting up early in the morning. I am a huge fan of the morning routine, but she has gotten a bad rap. (laughs) I actually used to host a 4.30 a.m. mastermind for female entrepreneurs, and it was amazing for about two years. And then we started to kind of drift. We wanted to sleep in more. Some people were all about it. Some people weren't. In the, in the heat of it, it was beautiful. It did exactly what it was meant to do for each and every one of us. As time progressed, I realized I just needed to sleep in more. It had nothing to do with being lazy or going to bed late. It was just my internal rhythm, how I was moving throughout the day, whether I needed to sleep in or I wanted to go to bed later, whatever it was, I didn't want to be forced to get up at 4 a.m. anymore and do something that no longer felt natural to me. So instead of getting up at 4 a.m. for my 4.30 club meeting, we changed it. Some of us went to 6 a.m., some of us went to noon, and it was really nice to be able to follow what my body needed, not just what other people wanted. And by other people, not just the women in the group, but what the community thought about my 4.30 a.m. club. They thought it was so badass. They thought, oh my gosh, you're doing this crazy thing. Like it was actually, whenever I would post about my 4.30 club, it would get so much attention more than any of my other content, which was hilarious to me. It's because we were doing at the time something other people weren't doing. Well, now everybody's getting up super early and it's all the rage. (laughs) So I'm no longer standing out, which isn't the reason, but it does... It did was the first time I realized doing something others weren't doing could result in larger rewards. So posting on social media when the spirit moves you, maybe sleeping in a little bit instead of getting up super early, doing what feels right for you. Also, there's something that is really... Oh, sometimes it can really be stressful. It's posting personal stories. I'm not going to harp on social media. This is just like a part of of doing what others are doing right now. Posting on social media, very personal, private stories. Now, I'm one who is a huge fan of it, especially if it can tie to business or to elevate someone's brand or message or the work they do. I'm a huge fan of it. But forcing a story out of you that you want to keep private it, it just, it's not natural. Nobody will respond to it the way they should because you're not putting into it what needs to be put into it to really tell the story accurately because you don't want to tell the story. So when people are going super private and you feel it just, it just feels yucky to you, 
You don't have to. You don't have to force it. You can just go hard on whatever it is you feel, again, the spirit moving you to post and feel very comfortable and aligned with what it is you're putting out. There's a couple other things too that come to mind when people plan out every single move, when they're all about the hustle and grind, when they're working out, drinking water. All right, fine. You should work out and drink water. (laughs) But instead... To, to do what they're not doing is going to ultimately not only help you stand out, but it's going to make you feel amazing and authentic to the person you're becoming. Because nobody is doing what you're doing if you're doing you, right? Because nobody is you. So here, obviously, are some of my thoughts, some of the things that I've done along the way. When people hustle, I flow, Sounds weird, but think about it. They're going hard. If there's tons and tons of movement on social media, people are selling. There's definitely different like buyer habits, especially in my industry. Right now it's summer. People aren't hustling. They're flowing. They're taking time off. They're they're laying on the beach. They're sipping my ties. I mean, sign me up for all of that. However, when everybody's on the beach chilling, I'm going to be going hard. So I'm doing what they're not in order to increase my results. When people are going hard in September, I'll be too busy with all those clients. <laughs> so right now, it's very slow for people and I knew that was going to happen. So I prepared myself early on, really focused on sales and connection a few months ago. So right now, I'm in a nice flow of business, but I'm still really busy. I'm also giving myself time to go hard with sales, with connections, with having great conversations so I can bring in those clients and I can build that relationship before anybody else decides to take action. So when they hustle, I flow. When they flow, I hustle. That's something they're not doing. Another thing is collaborating versus competing. There's so many people out there that think there's only one spotlight. There's not. Trust me, there's tons of spotlights. There's enough light for all of us. And the way I make something brighter is putting two spotlights in one space. That to me is pretty awesome. Collaborating with other people in your industry or outside of your industry, whether it's on a podcast or interviewing them on a live on LinkedIn or having an event where it's just the two of you, to me, more is more in that in that instance. When we are collaborating with other people who can build us up or often may be seen as competitors, it brings a brighter light to the message. And instead of competing with other people, Start collaborating with them and watch your success soar. Another thing that I like to really do that other people have a hard time with is giving stuff away for free. I used to have, <laughs> and it was, wasn't that long ago, where I had this moment of, I'm too successful to do stuff for free. I, I have an expertise. I've been in this industry for 15 years. People pay me thousands upon thousands and thousands of dollars to speak on their stages, to private coach them, to redo their LinkedIn, to create a personal brand for them. Thousands of dollars. And that is amazing. But what about the people who are just starting out? What about the people who don't really know if they can invest that much money? Well, 
For me, I was missing a huge group of people that needed me that maybe couldn't afford my high ticket done for you prices. So what I started doing is free masterclasses. Now, this isn't like a new concept. People often talk about give it all away, give it all away. But there is this scarcity mindset. If we give it all away, there won't be enough to charge for. And that's just not the case. There is a strategy behind giving it away. If you want to know it, if you don't already know it, feel free to DM me, find me on Insta or LinkedIn, Miranda Von Fricken. I'm happy to talk to you about that strategy for free. (laughs) So when I realized what people were doing and it was just looking like they're giving stuff away for free and then selling something at the end, which is kind of slimy. I decided to just give it all away for free. I know that sounds bonkers, but check out my last LinkedIn Live, my masterclass on the LinkedIn profile. I pretty much tell you what to do. And at that point, why would you hire me, right? No, that's not true. What happens is you realize that it's more work than you thought and you come to me for a strategy session that you feel comfortable investing in or you're like, you know what? It's so much work. I'm just gonna have you do it for me and then you invest in that level. To me, giving it away versus only selling, selling, selling feels really good. It feels like I'm living out my calling in a way where money doesn't dictate my success. Because as much as I love bringing in the thousands of dollars every single week or month, I actually really prefer to change someone's life to help them to change their perspective, to see something differently, to watch something click in their mind and say, oh my goodness, that's so right. I cannot wait to implement this and watch my life or business or career change because of what you just said. Now, I'm not gonna have a full VIP day. I'm not gonna do everything for you for free. That's just silly. But I am gonna give it away enough to where you're gonna have a big transformation. So what they're not doing is giving enough away to let them say, I may not even need to pay her because that to me is about scarcity and that's not how I roll because what they're not doing is thinking about abundance in the future. Long-term abundance, my friends, not just short-term profit. So what is it in your life or in your business that you're doing because somebody else is doing it who you think is probably ahead of you. You know, maybe it's the VP of sales and you are a sales executive and you're watching what they're doing and you're like, I'm just gonna emulate her. She's amazing. I'm gonna do everything she is. Before you do that, I would go to her and ask, I see this is working for you. Does it align with who you are personally? Does the steps you take, the calls you make, the conversations you're having, do they feel good to you? Do you feel that the success you're bringing in can be sustained long-term? Ask some really good questions. They may say, you know what? It's how it's always been done, so it's how I do it, and it's working, so why why fix what's not broken? You may say, "Mm, okay, a little bit of a point, but I don't know if I wanna be that person. Or you may hear them say, actually, I changed my process based on how I felt or based on the fact that I've got five kids at home and I just can't do all these networking events every single night. So what I ended up doing is virtual networking and creating my own event and bring people to me during the day instead, which is my LinkedIn local. (laughs) So I want you to see who it is you're following and looking up to 
find out if you're able to, if it actually works for them inside, not just on paper. And then what is it that you can do that they're not so you can be unique, bring that spotlight to you and those you roll with and really increase your success in order to own your awesome. Thank you, friends, so much for listening to another episode. I'd love to continue this conversation on social media. Go to LinkedIn. Go to Instagram. I'm going to be posting this today, and I want to hear what you're doing that they're not. What's your industry? What are the main players doing? And how can you either do it differently or do the complete opposite in order to draw in bigger bigger results and live out ultimately your calling and your best business life. All right, friends, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miranda Von Fricken. Until next time, own your awesome.